2: To the Can We Help You podcast. Uh, We, I'm Jax. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Franco.
1: I'm (laughs) Seth.
2: We are the brothers and sister you wish you had uh, and always wanted through your entire life. Um, Even if you had brothers and sisters, we're like the extra ones that you're like, wish they were my brothers and sister. Um, Every few days, we take your questions, uh, Ronnie's, and uh, we throw them around. Bingo. I
3: knew, I knew we were going to throw them around. I knew
2: it. or well, we we speak them into the ether. Sorry, and we hear we hear our voices, and we go.
3: Speak oh, great question! Hey, can we help you with that? Oh God, we we are not um, a witch or, or Wiccan um, podcast. For those who might be okay. confused, the, what the is, ether sounds very like.
1: What is the ether? People say that I've said it. You know, into the ether. Is that the internet? Is that what the ether no. is? Um, no. Okay.
3: What
2: does Isn't, Into the Ether
1: is mean? Is Ether like Alexa, a cable? That's what I what think. What does
2: Into the Ether mean?
1: From moviecultics.com.
3: So, to say that something is in the ether means that it is something being communicated from place to
1: place. Oh,
2: means that internet something internet. is being communicated from place to place. It has no precise location, just as a radio broadcast can be heard from many different places. Oh, okay. There you go. Into the I Ether. I thought it was the internet. Well, it could be the internet. It could be anywhere. It's being communicated
1: from place to place. Um, I'm trying to find a good segue, yes. something I have to ask you about. I can't think of a segue, so I'm just going to ask you about it. You're wearing a okay. very, very nice T-shirt today.
2: Oh, thank you. Very nice, very expensive T-shirt. What
1: is with okay? Quickly, Jax is wearing Taylor Swift Eros Tour T-shirt. Very nice. Why is band merch so goddamn expensive? They're just as color shirts. It's not like it's like great quality. They're not bad quality, but it's not like it's great quality. They're fine. Like
2: fuck I'll tell you what though, it probably cost them like a dollar to produce, right? Oh my god, there's and kids in sweatshops like...
1: in Bangladesh who are making these t shirts and they're making an absolute fortune off them. I'd love to see some yeah. stats on merchandise V ticket sales for like those big gigs and what the difference in cost like price, like profit. That's what I'm going for. Profit is.
2: I'll tell you this much. I mean, this particular tour, um, the merch line is not short.
1: No. It was like that when I went no. to the Chili Peppers. No, that
3: would be a big part of your night.
1: Yeah. We were Oh yeah. we my when I went to the Chili Peppers, my um the people I was going with were already there and my transport was complete. I caught like in where I live, there's on-demand public transport, mm. right? And basically what it is. What does that mean okay. what does, what? It's called Bridge. That's just Uber, right? Yeah, but guess how much it cost me to go from Five Dock, where I live, to Sydney Olympic Park. So, Jax, that probably doesn't mean much to you. Franco, you might have an idea. I don't know how many Ks it is. That's a decent drive, but like 20-minute drive? Uh, Yeah, about 20 minutes. If I was to catch an Uber and I was going at the time I went, so it was about 5 p.m. on a Thursday night and it was a concert, it would cost me, I reckon, at least 40 bucks in an Uber. And because mm-hmm. the traffic oh, was yeah. atrocious, it would have cost me $80 in a cab because I spent an hour sitting in traffic. This cost me $3.80. And I had a <sighs> minibus all what? to myself. It just operates what? in like the inner west of Sydney. And it kind of takes oh, in, right. it kind of ta- but like the yeah, it's not like Darlinghurst, Surrey Hills, Inner West. It's like Ashfield, Haberfield, Sydney Olympic Park. Yeah, right. Kind of going out to the west. Yeah. So I booked and it picks you up from like I had to walk, I don't know, 200 metres to this pickup spot. They've got a few like approved pickup spots. But essentially it was right out front of my house. And it was just me and this one guy I paid. It was like a giant Uber. Oh, my God. And it was $3.80. Anyway, my point being. That I've, is cool. I booked this transport. I like that. And I looked at the time. I was like, look, we'll probably take me about at least half an hour. I'll add an extra 15 minutes. It's five o'clock on a Thursday. It didn't. It took me 50 minutes to get to Sydney Olympic Park. And so my friends were waiting for me and I was we, – we wanted to watch Post Malone. Post Malone was opening for the Chili Peppers. and But we yeah. all really wanted merch. And so I said, I said to them, like, I'm running late. Go join the merch line. If I make it, I make it. If I don't, I don't. I can go get it later or whatever. By the time I got there, they had barely progressed in the merch line and we waited, I reckon, half an hour to get fucking T-shirts. I yeah. love my T-shirt. I really do. T-shirts.
3: But, like, I, and I, I paid, don't like, get it. $80 I don't get it. for
1: a white T-shirt yeah. Yeah. with...
3: Eighty dollars for a white you- T-shirt with the the Chili Peppers red star, and that's, that's it. Exactly and this what is it the was. same kind of shirt that you can buy any indie yep. kind of record store hot topic for because it's bucks. the Chili Peppers. JJs. I'll buy a shirt from a concert if a member of the band is selling it to me. If it's anything bigger <laughs> than that, then just oh, get it right. online or just don't get it. <laughs> no, nah, we'll see. Okay, all
2: right. Across the road from SoFi, uh, they opened up a merch stand uh, that opened the day before any of the concerts, she played six concerts, six nights in at SoFi. Um, the, the queues were insane and it was open all day the day before, insane queues all day. She had a break in the middle of the Sunday. It was also open that day. Queues were absolutely insane. Uh, we got to SoFi Stadium because everyone was like, get there early, get there early, the traffic, the traffic, the traffic. Oh, yeah. When did you get there? So we got there about... Doors opened at 4.30, show said show start time 6.30. Knew that she plays for three and a half hours, right? Because normally it says show start 6.30, a band plays for two hours so they don't get on the stage till nine, right? Yeah. So if you get there at 7, 7.30, it's not a big deal. We wanted to see um, Heim, who were her sort of mm. second support act. Oh, nice. But we knew that she was going to play for three and a half hours. So in the end we got there about five, quarter past five after all the traffic, took us like an hour to get there. Parking was great, very easy. Uh, we got there, we, we sort of circled around, got some food and then we went up to the merch line and it was like, it was insane. It, it was like around, it was like back and, and back and forth 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 and then it went kind of around and out past all the food and then back around mm-hmm. and up again. And so it was just this gigantic queue. And That's I was like, ridiculous. oh my God. it was insane. And so I was like, all right, look, here's the thing. We're probably not going to be able to get merch because we're not going to be able to see the show if we stand in this queue. And this is the thing with online, Franco, is I was like, look, all of our merch is mostly online except for one or, or two things. Let's just buy it online and it will just come and we'll just have it.
3: I, I get that there are like some kind of exclusive shirts or whatever that you can only yeah, get at the concert, but, but is it whatever.
1: really worth it? not worth missing the band that you've gone to see to get a fucking T-shirt. Exactly.
3: Yeah. But,
2: okay, so we go sit in our seats. Heim starts. And I'm like, cool, this is great, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm going to have a look at the merch online, see how much it costs. I wonder if there's a price difference, blah, blah, blah. Go online. Everything sold out. And I was like. Mm. (gasps) That's how they get you. Fuck. Because I was banking on that. I was like, shit, we're going to have to line up. And so uh, Haim finished and I was like, all right, li- look, this is what we're going to do. As soon as Haim's done, we're going to absolutely book it to the merch stand because people will be that's filtering in. Haim idea. was done. It's Taylor Swift starting. They're going to be filtering out. The queue's going to be like half the length. We'll be sweet. So we did. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. The merch <laughs> so stand, we Deborah were on right Wow, we were on like um, we were on like the first sort of level of seats. The merch stand was on the third level, so to get to the merch stand, we had to come out of our seats, go around to the door, into the sort of inside area, up the escalator, uh, and then so we were we were kind of looking at the stage, sort of you know if if the stage is there, was sort of on the opposite end of the the stadium, looking at the stage, the merch stand on the third level. Was behind the stage. So we had to basically go an entire half a stadium around. So we're like, fuck, and we're like running. And then, so we get there, and uh, look, the queue had like. collapsed in half you know people were uh sort of going to their seats and so but there was still long and we're standing there and we're, and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and by this time it's getting to like you know we'd sort of looked online that she'd probably come on stage about 20 past eight it's getting to like five past eight you know getting to almost sort of 10 past eight oh God. and my wife is like we have to go back and I was like oh we're like halfway to the, the front of the queue she's like we have to go back I can't I can't not see her come out. No. And I was like, we're like literally like almost there. And she's like, no. And I was like, okay, why don't you leave me? I'll just hang around and I'll get the, the merch and then you go back to your seat. But the problem is every time you go anywhere, you have to show your ticket. And she had both the tickets. So I was like, okay, fuck, I guess I guess we'll just have to go back. <laughs> and so we start wandering back. <laughs> And Taylor Swift, before she comes on, she has this like countdown clock that counts down to when she comes on. Oh, God. And remember, we're we're one level and half a stadium away and so we sort <laughs> of start walking back and I kind of go over to look at the screen, to look at the countdown clock to see how long we had. I was like, surely it'd be like eight minutes or something. Anyway, it like I look and it clicks to like a minute 52 and I was like,
1: We're gonna
2: have to fucking so we're sprinting (laughs) through SoFi Stadium. We're like running, and then we're getting down the escalator. And they're like, "Show us your tickets." And we're like, "For fuck's sake!" Got the into our seats as as the show started. Just got there in time. And so, (laughs) so then I had to fucking two songs in. I was like, "All right, well, I'll go get the merch now." And so I left for three songs, and the queue was like four people.
1: Well, yeah, it okay. Been. Okay. But yeah, I guess you weren't like a super mega fan. I get your wife being like, I have to be there for when she comes out. Yeah. I I'm not a I like, at the Chili Peppers, it was like, I'm getting it before the gig or after gig. the gig. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. missing any of it. Like, I'm here to watch them. I've paid a lot of money to be here. I'm not paying <laughs> $190 to stand in a merch line for 25 minutes. So, I respect your wife's call. Um, did she get the same shirt as you? It's the one, it's like the black and white images. Is it all her different eras? Is that the idea?
2: Um, I'm not really sure. I assume so. I'm not I'm not really <laughs> I don't really follow it enough to know if they're <laughs> different errors, but I guess so. Why? You, um,
1: how much was that? how How much was that shirt? What was
3: that worth? Yeah,
2: this shirt was forty
3: five dollars U.S. American. <laughs> um, okay. I'm U.S. Do a so here's the thing, though. So that's about sixty eight Australian dollars, which is a lot of money. I
1: don't know. That's not that yeah, bad. But th- here's a the thing.
3: This is why you've got to go on the day. We can't rely
2: on online, or you've got to go early, or whatever, because. I get there and, you know, my wife's like, I want this T-shirt and I want this hoodie. So I'm like, all right, hey, I want this and I want this. And they're quick about it but she comes over and she goes, look, I don't have the sizes. Oh, I was yeah. like, what are you talking Fuck. about? She's like, I've only got a small mm. or a 2X. So I was like, well, neither of those are going to work. Mm-mm. So I was like, well, what do you have? So I had, to, I got this like hoodie and a medium and then I'm getting another hoodie and a large. And I was like, well, I don't know, that'll have to do I guess. And so... I got the my wife's got a similar coloured hoodie, which is quite nice. That was seventy dollars, mm-hmm. and a blue tour exclusive hoodie, which is I thought was kind of cool, and that was sixty five dollars. So
1: mm-hmm. I don't
2: know. We got the merch, and it, how it, was it happened?
1: How was the gig? The gig itself? Did you do the callbacks or the chance whatever the fuck it is?
2: Uh, so I was prepared to do the chance, <laughs> but the people around me only did, like, two chants. So oh. I was like, all right, the chance are coming up, the chance are coming up. And then I was like, oh, no, no one's doing it. All right, I guess I, I won't. Know. The only one that really happened was the one, two, three, let's go, bitch. And I missed that oh, one.
1: Let's go, bitch. Oh, you missed it. Oh, that was the one you were getting I so ready it. for. Oh, no. Right? Um, so, I feel like, though. it was fine.
2: It was a good time.
1: If you're sitting like up in the stands, like the diehards are on the floor, right? So they're the ones that are going to be doing the call and response shift. Yeah,
3: Yeah. you should have been on the floor. Yeah. You know for
2: next time. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I couldn't afford that. See, I. I, No, it was a good time. I was on camera duty most of the night, so I filmed like almost the entirety of the show. So that was, you know, a bit of fun. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good night. It was a very impressive concert. I mean, she plays for three and a half hours. I don't know. I was. I mean, I did do a lot of running to and from the merch stand, but after three and a half hours, I was
1: knackered. Yeah, so it's a long it. time. It is a long time to watch someone perform. Yep. Yeah. Um, a Controversial opinion. I yes. don't – what What are you doing with that footage that you filmed of Taylor Swift?
2: Mm. Uh, me personally, nothing. Um, but my wife likes to watch it. Really? And she's sent it to other does people it, who want to see it.
1: See mm. – Yeah, but I mean,
2: she's been watching it.
1: How often? Like a once? Is she watching it every day? Uh, well, I, like I,
2: I don't know. I, just, I don't know.
1: I saw this great TikTok the other day and it was this guy – talking to another guy and I was like, hey, I just want to know, did you get the footage of those fireworks the other night? He's like, yeah, man, they're right here on my phone. I, t- I filmed the whole thing and then they're standing there and they're looking at the fireworks and it just made me laugh so much because I always think that you take the most inane videos of shit like yeah, fireworks I know. I know. or Taylor Swift yeah. when you, she's like watch the fireworks? an ant on stage. You can't, I get when the people no, are I on know. the floor and she's in front of you. I totally get filming that. But filming her when you're, sta- when you're fucking a kilometer Away from her, and you can't even see her face. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, I'm I a big yeah, I understand. fan. I keep my phone in my pocket a lot of the time now. Like, I have really pulled back on like filming things and taking photos of things because I'm like, what am I going to do with it? Like, nothing. I'm not. Yeah, when
2: am I ever going to watch
3: know? that? No, I agree with you. Um, that was just
1: a little controversial opinion I wanted to insert there.
3: Yeah. No, I, I agree as well. Yeah. I'll take one, maybe two yeah. photos at yeah. a concert. Like, if I've got like a really good view, um, when I went to Michael Bublé, he was in my B reel, like, and he was actually looking at the camera. That was nice. That's great. Apart from
1: that, that's yeah. worth it. I love that. Great. Are you still on B reel?
3: I think, the- yeah, I'm still doing B reel. I'm still doing B reel. <laughs> sure.
1: I really thought that was going to take so well. off, and it just didn't. It took off for like a week. I've still- uh,
3: yeah. I've I've probably got like uh, ten friends that still use it every day. It's a nice little <laughs> wow. catch up. Anyway, great. carry yep.
2: on. The thing that I, I found weird about the Taylor Swift thing is, uh, look, I love a good concert, and I thought she puts, I think she puts on a great concert. But the one thing I will say is my feed was filled with Taylor Swift concert footage for months and months and all the footage that's, that's in TikTok and all the footage that's online and in news stories and stuff, it's all from people who are on the floor and who have great seats. Is it and the same so, as look, Harry we-
3: Styles that it's like the, the talking bits in between and like the things that you will only see at a concert?
2: Nah, see this is the thing. She doesn't do a lot of talking in between. So look, we had good seats. We were in the in the seats, you know, in in the bleachers. Um we had good seats. But it it it, even though it was a great show, a little part of me was like, Yeah, but I've seen the TikToks where she's like meters away from them and this doesn't feel like shit. So, I was a little disappointed by that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. And it, I do. I feel like, so the Green, I went to Green Day uh, like a few, quite a few years back, last time mm. they toured. And I had watched their Bullet in a Bible concert on DVD a yep. few times because it's fucking great. It's a great concert DVD. Um, and when I went to the concert, a lot of his banter and a lot of the shit was exactly what he'd done in the. His tour in 2012 or whenever it was.
3: Oh, wow. So he's like reusing the material. Yeah,
1: even the song order was really similar. And I was like, I feel like I've already seen this show a hundred times because I've watched it at home so many times. Um, And it's the same with the Harry Styles stuff. Like I feel like I could tell you what a Harry Styles concert is like because I have seen that many fucking TikToks of him and people going, leave America, and all all that stupid shit and his little dance, which I fucking love, but I'm like, do I need to see it in person? I've seen it all over TikTok. Yeah, who cares? No,
2: I agree yeah. with you. And the thing with the thing with Harry is at least he he's talking in between. is like, yes. I guess I assume is different every night. Taylor Swift, there's a little bit of that, but she doesn't do a heap of talking. And a lot of the talking she does do is like clearly rehearsed. Mm. And you know, it's like it's like a meme. The way she introduces songs is it's like a meme. A meme. Now. It's like I you saw know she today. was like yes yeah. She introduced the man and she was like, oh, you guys are making me feel so powerful. Almost like I'm the man. And it's like, oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, do you know what?
1: The Chili Peppers did barely any crowd interaction. And I keep bringing them up because it's Yeah, the most, I noticed that
2: yeah. last time I saw the Chili Peppers and I hated yeah, that Yeah, it about makes
1: them. you almost feel like you're intruding on a jam sesh. Like you're like, oh, yeah. they've let me into their garage like to watch them jam. And I feel like when yeah. you pay so much money to go see an... Aunt, and I'm not saying they have to fucking put on like a sketch show or something... But like, not even acknowledging. <laughs> it would be nice though. Not even yeah. Well, sure. But not even acknowledging you, and because Green Day was great, Billy Joe Armstrong like really amps up the crowd, and he gets all the band involved, and it's really fun. But yeah, the Chili Peppers just like just barely even acknowledged us. They were just having a playing to themselves almost. It felt like. Um, I find it disappointing.
2: I don't know if there's any uh, music artists music artists, any musicians who listen to us and who play, you know, relatively decent sized gigs, but it makes me feel <laughs> <that> like, <laughs> it makes me feel like it, it's, a, I, mean, I know it's their job, but I know they do it every night, they do it six times a week or whatever, feels a bit routine. Yeah. And I, you know, when you go to a concert, yeah. you want, I don't know, there's something about it makes you want to be like, oh, this is a special night, they're, they're, they're doing it just for me. me. <laughs> and I know that that's not, you know, that's their job, it's what they do every day, but it's what you want to feel like and yeah. when when you don't get that kind of level of interaction i think you then start to feel like oh yeah this is this is a job for them and even yep. though it's mm-hmm. it's great and it's fun it's just part of the routine and then you wonder if they actually enjoy like i mean again I don't know how many big artists listen to us, but if you are a big artist and you listen to <laughs> us, if yes, so you're, you're, you're touring in a different city every night, <laughs> and please let us yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. like, I'd love to know if you still get, get joy out of playing your songs or is it just like
1: Routine. Mm, just something you do. Yeah. You it's know? like going into just the like office work. every day. You Go
3: to work every day. Yeah. There are ways that people like get around it. There are there are some musicians that will pull out like different songs every kind of uh every every show and like mix it up a little bit. You know a really good rabbit hole though to go down on TikTok is artists saying the, the name of a different city I love than that.
1: in. I, lo- I was going to bring that up. I love that so fucking much. But that I can excuse because they're moving around so much. If they're like, hello, Brisbane, and you're like, what, we're in Sydney. Like, yeah, it's fucking embarrassing for them it's, and you're like, great. You don't hilarious. even know where you are. You don't even give a shit who we are or where we're from. <laughs> but, God, it's funny. God, it just, I love it. I love it so much. Well, glad you had a great time at Tay-Tay and anyone else heading along. She's heading to Australia. Oh, when's that? Oh, It's not until February. i have got a while. February? Yeah.
3: Great. What are you, promoting the show? Apparently. It's, it's sold out. Get your tickets
1: ever- at <laughs> <pay> you. wherever. <laughs> it's
3: all sold out.
1: Uh, I, do you want to get going.
3: Taylor on the show?
1: Definitely. Yeah, maybe
3: she'll do
2: a press tour with, yeah with us.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
2: <laughs> all right. Stay tuned. We'll get her on the show. Planning for your next trip?
1: Uh, I've got a question here from Ronnie. They say, long-time listener, first-time asker. Thank you, Ronnie. Um, oh, it's a reminder Thank you
3: very much.
1: Yeah, for paying your thanks obligation. Thanks for fulfilling your
2: moral obligation to the podcast.
1: And they say, bear yeah. with me. This is a bit of a long one, but I need some life advice. Uh, they write, I've been living overseas for the past year and a half... Uh, for my job. I love it. I've worked my whole life to get to where I am and I can see myself building my career here. However, while I don't mind my new home, I find myself missing my home where I grew up. I'm from Australia. I've not been able to make many friends in my new country and I don't like the culture, the vibe or the city as much and I feel like I just don't fit in. To add to all of this, I'm in a long-distance relationship with my partner who I have now been with for just over four years who cannot see herself moving overseas to join me in the near future due to her own circumstances. I have just returned from a visit Mm. home to Australia and after every visit, I find myself missing it more and more and wishing that I was living there. The culture, the weather, all my friends and family, it's where I belong. However... Australia has nowhere near the amount of job opportunities in my industry compared to where I am now, hence why I moved in the first place. So my question is, do I stay where I am and hope that I learn to love the city in order to grow my career that I've worked for my whole life? Or do I move back home where I have friends, family, a partner, and just prefer the lifestyle, but I'll have to settle for a less fulfilling career? Thanks, Sash, Jackson, Franco. You guys are awesome. Love, Ronnie. That is quite a pickle, Ronnie. Quite a pickle. That is a pickle. I feel like Jax will potentially have some really good advice here because I think you're so – you know, I know you love LA, you love the States, you always wanted to live there so it's a little bit different but in terms of trying to find your feet in a new country and deciding yeah. what to choose because it is – it's it's definitely a choice I think for a lot of – people, some people uh, move overseas and that's it, that's their life. They know, there are so many expats in Australia of people who have moved overseas totally. and I always think – I don't think I could live away from home forever. Like, I just don't think I could do it. I would love to do a six month to a year like trip, like do like a working holiday, but I could never move overseas. I'd miss home too much.
2: I think the thing that I think is, and look, I understand, Ronnie. I mean, you know, I come from Australia too, and I think
3: I come come from from land down under.
1: (laughs) Throw another shimp on the (laughs) baby. (laughs) <laughs>
3: wow, that accent really came out there. It was
1: really awkward. <laughs> Love it.
3: What happened to me?
2: Um, look, I think that Australia is kind of like this. I personally feel Australia is like this big, warm safety blanket, Right and it's like it's safe there it's 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 nostalgic it's what you've known for your whole life it's like you know i can easily see myself living there cuz i have my whole life and it's you know i don't have to think about going to a different supermarket i don't have to think about finding new brands i don't have to think about finding new clothes i don't have to think about fitting into a different culture i don't have to think about the fact that i have an accent now in in this new country i don't have to think about you know, when am I going to see my, you know, friends and family from home again? I don't have to think about any of those things, right? And I can be really tempting to be like, that just seems a lot easier. Um, but I will say, you know, and look, as you said, Sasha, you know, I really enjoy it here. I love LA. I love that, you know, obviously that my industry is an industry that is significantly bigger here and, uh, you can have a, a very viable career and a long career here um, versus Australia where it's a lot a lot harder especially to to make a, a good living. Um, look, you've been there for a year and a half, I you know, and it makes it really hard when you, you don't have a partner with you when you have a partner mm. who isn't interested. So hard. I don't know if there's a visa situation there. Um, I don't know if they've been able to visit you and I don't know how far away you are or what country it is. So it's it's you know it's it's hard to know without all the variables but look i would say it sounds like you're kind of pining and have maybe have been for a while i would say sometimes we get caught up in this like you you move overseas for example and and you can't help but compare or you can't help but like think about when i'm going to move home or or you know my family or whoever whatever it is that that kind of keeps you connected to australia and i'm not saying don't stay connected to australia but you know maybe try and embrace the place that you're in even for 6 months or or a little bit longer just to just to give it a proper go mm. like go out make some friends embrace the place and and change your mindset to think okay if if i did stay here what would that look like and not necessarily put a a, a timeline on it because, look, if you come into a place and that you're expecting to love and you want to love and and it just turns out it's not for you, that's also okay. Like, I mean, work's not everything. I don't know what it is that you do and what industry you're in. Obviously, there are, there are things that are more important than mon- than money, especially if you have a partner who is living away from you. But sometimes we can fall into this trap of like you come overseas and you're like... I'm only going to do this for six months or I'm only going to do this for a year. I'm only going to do this for two years or, man, this sucks because, you know, and this actually happened to me I think when I moved to the Central Coast and I was like, Mm. I'm only going to do this for two years max and then it just became this thing of like why am I here? Yeah, What am I doing here? I don't even really want to be here. But if you go into it with this sort of more open mind and like the minute you start kind of putting restrictions on yourself or or not making friends because you're like, I'm only going to be here temporarily – It becomes like self-fulfilling. You have a shit time because you want to have a shit time and then you're like, well, I'll just go home because it's easier and it's more fun.
1: That's so true. And it's funny you brought up the Central Coast because I did the same thing on the coast and I think it was harder for me because I was so close to Sydney. It felt like I was just out of reach and so I could drive an hour and a half every weekend Mm -hmm. and go home. And, you know, Shane wasn't living with me at the time. So, you know, we were travelling to see each other and stuff. I always felt like I had one foot in Sydney and one foot on the Central Coast. And I should have embraced the Central Coast more because... I wish I'd embraced the Central Coast I'll never live there again. Like, well, I highly doubt I'll ever live there again. Um, You know, and, you know, you live near the beach. There's a different culture. Like, and I should have lived there. Cause when I moved to Port Macquarie, which is like five hours out of Sydney. So I was in Port Macquarie and I was only there for such a short amount of time, but I really loved it. And I had to kind of assimilate, so to speak to the, yeah the country town vibe, because that was all I had. Like I, I couldn't just go home for the weekend all the time. It was a, it was an ordeal. You know what I mean? Like Shane and I took one weekend on one weekend off, but like I did I, I thought I was gonna be there for a while, whereas the central coast, I was like, I'm so close yes. to Sydney, I'm nearly there, I might as well just, you know, act like I really live in Sydney and I'm just kind of working on the Central Coast. Um, and I should have enjoyed it more. And I think that's great advice is, you know, maybe Ronnie, it's it does it it does sound like though that Ronnie has a choice between, you know, career and comfort, I guess. And, you know, yeah. like we don't know the specifics of your industry or if it is really going to be that yeah. worse off if you try and get a job doing what you're doing in Australia. Um, but I think the suggestion to... Really try and embrace where you are for six months and see if that changes anything because, yeah, it's joining a club or a cl- doing a class or, yeah. you know, finding ex- an expat and- community even. So maybe finding some fellow Aussies that you can hang out with that, you know, you guys can talk about at home and you get the, you get what each other's referencing and, you know, you can talk about Milo and Tim Tams or whatever the hell it is you want to talk about. Um, but doing those things, you know, embracing where you are, for six months and going, I'm going to give this a red hot crack and see if I can turn this around. Because, you know, if career is yeah. important to you, I get it. It's really hard to be like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to choose family. I'm going to choose my partner yeah. over something that I've yeah. worked so hard and,
2: and not, to do, yeah. you know. And not make as much money or not not have as, mu- as much success if it's something that's really important yeah. to you. You know, I think sometimes you can view something like this as temporary and that just makes it all really temporary mm. in your head. And- I mean, the other thing is I'll say is homesickness is also just a part of living overseas. So uh, it's okay to kind of pine for Australia sometimes and to miss things like we were talking- We talked at last episode. Last episode about I miss fish and chips sometimes and I miss grilled sometimes and I miss, you know, sometimes I miss that- uh, just being able to like go over to my friend's house you know and just you know my friends who I've known for t- ten years and and just h- hang out for a bit you know I miss that mm. sometimes but that's part of you know, like, you know it's it's okay to miss that I, I feel like you don't necessarily have to you know I mean and look if you have it if you are having a really shit time and and you and you really know that like this isn't for you then, uh, you know, ma- or maybe there's another country that maybe or another city or another city in the country that you're in that, you know, depending on visas or whatever, that that can provide the life that you want to have that maybe your partner is more willing to move to um, mm. but that is not exactly, you know, where you are now. But, uh, yeah, I, it, it's okay to sometimes, you know, want Tim Tams or, or whatever it is. You know, maybe your family can send over some Tim Tams and things like that but you know if you you know try and embrace where you are and what you're doing and 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 the city that you're in and and what it has to offer um and not necessarily compare it to Australia and what Australia has to offer like embrace the city and the place and the country you're in for what it has to offer and what it does yeah. well rather than compare it to well yeah but in Australia it's like this and in Australia we do this better or in Australia it's nicer because of this if you can find the good parts in the city that you live in, sometimes that's all it takes. And and suddenly you're like, wow, actually this is this is a cool place to live and and I actually enjoy it here. And I have friends now and I have, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so.
1: yeah that's totally fair. Franco, anything you wanna add? You've been awfully quiet for the last five minutes.
3: I've yeah. No, yeah, no. I've been <laughs> uh, I've been listening to your opinions and I and I agree with everything that you guys have said. I think the the one thing that I would add Having said, like I, d- I, definitely agree. You should, you should try it out and try and be a part of the city that you're in. I just, very generally speaking, think people put too much importance on career, and I know that's like a super general thing to say, but you should definitely prioritize your own mental health and your own happiness over any kind of job or any kind of industry.
1: Yeah, you're right.
3: I'm in a very lucky position where my my dream job also makes me happy but if that wasn't the case then i would be perfectly fine you know taking a significant pay cut and working in a cafe if it meant that i was happy every day so that should be your top yeah priority.
1: yeah you're 100% right and i think that's probably where i would lean to as well i just know that feeling of like working so hard for something but you're right it's yeah you know I think it's been the attitude for too long. And it's like, well, what's going to make you happy? If you're miserable, Ronnie, like just call yeah. it. Maybe don't do th- six months, maybe do three months and see if you can turn it around. But yeah, yeah. like honestly, yeah. and if your partner's not willing to move there, well, are you going to break up? Or are you, you, you know, you can't have a long distance marriage. That yeah, just doesn't I mean, work.
2: Tri- tricky. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? That's some tricky conversations to yes. have. I, I mean, look, yeah, the, the last thing I'll say is, you're in control of your own we're all in control of our own lives and so at the end of the day i think this is another thing that sometimes it can feel like you've done this right you've moved overseas you've been there for a year and a half and it's almost like you put these rules on yourself of like well i have to stay here because um you know i, I i've done this now or or i have to stay here or i'm supposed to like it or whatever at the end of the day you can it, it, we're in control of our lives right so if you get, if you're like, I'm going to give this red hot crack for six six months and you get six weeks in and you're like, no, nah, this is shit, you can go home. Yeah. Like there's nothing really, that, that that's the real, the thing about being an Australian, the lucky thing about being an Australian is we can go home at any time and yeah. we can just, you know, often we have families who can take us in even if we we can't afford to rent or, or a partner in your case, maybe Ronnie who can take you in if you can't afford to rent. So, you know, and sometimes just knowing that, sometimes just kind of remembering that, you're in control of your life, and you can, at any point, you can say, Now nah, I'm going home," or "Or I'm going to go home to visit," or "I'm, you know, whatever it is." Sometimes that just really helps clear things up for you and, and help you make the decision about what to do next.
1: Very sage advice, Jax. Mm. Too well, sage you. for you.
2: Sometimes I, sometimes I do. I know. Well,
1: I know. well Ronnie, <laughs> we hope that helps, and. I'll send you Tim Tam thoughts and fish and chip thoughts and what else is uniquely... Are you in the US, AFL. I'll send you over some Tim Tams. AFL oh, thoughts? Come, come visit me. I'll be mates be with mates you. Be mates with Jax. Do you live in yeah. LA? If you're oh, in what? LA. I wonder where they do live. Hit up Jax. There you go. There's an expat friend. You guys can yeah. start your own expat community. Yes.
3: I, I had the idea that, that there is a very slight chance that Ronnie... Um, is working on Wall Street, which I think is is one example where everyone is like oh, so attached to their yeah. jobs and they feel like they need to be there, but it makes absolutely everyone who does it ridiculously depressed. And if that mm. happens to be a situation, yeah. my advice is get out. Get out. Yeah. out. I mean, the other thing,
2: Ronnie, is if you're making a heap of money, like if you're on Wall Street and you're making like $750,000
3: a year, do it for a couple of years and then piss off, take the money and yeah, run. Exactly. Oh, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
3: yeah, know when to get out. And uh, and don't do the drugs that everyone's doing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> drugs are bad. Oh, yeah,
3: stay away mm, from okay. that. Stay away from yeah.
1: drugs. That's what we'll leave you with, everyone. Stay away from drugs. Stay away
2: from drugs. <laughs> well, on that note... <laughs> Uh, that's it for today. It's time
1: to go. It's time to go.
2: <laughs> make like a tree <laughs> and get out of here.
1: No, Jax. You know what's not that? Make what? like a tree and leave. Leave.
2: It's a make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. Okay. Yeah, it's
1: I not get correct. Like anyway. Now. I don't get it. If, oh, like everyone's cutting down trees? Deforestation? No. Anyway, It's not
3: funny when you need to explain it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Okay. I just
1: always thought it was make like a tree. And thanks and for your leave. questions. Leave.
3: No, it yeah, is. It, it, so yeah, the anyway. joke is that thanks that's what questions. we're expecting. So he's saying something totally different, and that's yeah. the. Don't worry. Totally different. Yeah, make like a tree and get the fuck out of here.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. <sighs>
1: Send us your questions. At can we help your podcast on social media? <laughs> oh, can we help God. your podcast.com. It is your obligation and duty as a listener. Uh, and we'll be back in a few days with some more questions. And don't forget, you can send master debaters, rapid fires, hot topics, red flags. Send us anything.
2: Uh, yeah, we'd love to. He- we'd love to hear from okay. you. Uh, and until next time, stay away from the drugs. Adios. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> stay away from the drugs on Wall Street.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Bye Hold up